evening, everyone. Welcome to the Monday, September 12th, 2022 episode of the MMA OB Daily Podcast. I am your host, as always, Adam Martin, and I am joined by my co-host here, Mr. Big Marcel, for today's podcast. Uh, two podcasts today, as always, guys, on Mondays. First one, we'll be recapping UFC 279, and then in an hour from now, we're going to preview UFC Vegas 60, which has... Right now, it's 14 fights. There could be a 15th value with Yusuf if they find an opponent. So it's going to be a good show in the next hour, Marcel. But we're going to start here with the uh, the recap podcast. Um, however, before we get into UFC 279, we've got to talk about the uh, news that happened last night, the really sad, terrible news that former UFC middleweight fighter, former Ultimate Fighter champion from Ultimate Fighter Nations, a fellow Toronto native, a guy I've been watching fights, on the regional scene here for Marcel since 2012, Elias Theodoro passed away after a battle with stage four liver cancer. And this honestly came out of nowhere. No one knew about this. He did not make it public. I shouldn't say no one knew. His family knew, I'm sure. But he didn't make it public. He didn't want the sympathy from, from the public, um, which just shows you what kind of a, a badass he really is, you know. All right, so we got a lot to talk about this, Marcel. We're going to talk about 279 and everything, but I, I really do think we got to start with this just because it, it's so so fresh and it, it's just so terrible. So here's what happened. So last night, um, I, was, uh, I wasn't I was feeling too great, so I actually went to bed early, Marcel, about 9 o'clock my time. I usually go to bed like midnight, so that's early for me. I wasn't feeling well. About an hour later, my phone started uh, rumbling, right, because I had left it on, I guess, Um and my, a friend of mine, uh, I'm not going to say who it is, but a friend of mine texted me, and he lives in Toronto as well, and he, he used to train with with Elias. And he said, hey, man, uh, just so you know, Elias Theodoro died of cancer. I just found out. And uh, I was just, I was like, what? Because, I, again, I just woke up, right? I was like, what? I was like, what are you talking about? And I'm like, what are, what are you talking about, man? He's like, dude, I'm sorry. To, I'm sorry to be the one who broke the news. I was like, what the? F-? So, of course, I go on Twitter, and then I check the Discord, and in the Discord, obviously, uh, James had had seen the the tweet about it as well. There was another guy that worked for Fight Network on Twitter that had, was the first one to post it. No one, no one gave him credit because he's not really a, a journalist, but he did mention it first. It's not like this is not something you really want to get credit for, yeah, anyways. You know what I mean? Like I was not in a rush to say it. So, truthfully, Marcel, I didn't want to believe it, but I, unfortunately, I had a personal friend that knows him, and then obviously. James said in the Discord, he'd spoke to Aaron Jeffrey, who's a good friend of Elias as well, and he confirmed that he passed away. So I was in absolute shock. Um, and then obviously we had confirmation from from his uh, representatives. Um, so it was just it was just terrible. I, I'm still in shock. I'm still sad about it. You know, it's still just horrible news. Um, I'm going to give you your chance to talk about it in a second, Marcel. So I just wanted to, to mm-hmm. mention like my thoughts. So I'm from Toronto, and Elias was one of the first. Uh, fighters that really made a name for himself from our city. He's from Mississauga, um, and he's a Greek Canadian. He's born in 1988. He's 34 years old. He passed away. I'm also born in 1988. Actually, my birthday's tomorrow, Marcel. I'll be 34 tomorrow. This one really hurts. This is this is a good person. He's a good guy. Um, had the pleasure of interviewing him before Marcel. I posted the link to, uh, today on my Twitter. Me and James interviewed him in 2015 when he fought Roger Narvaez, and he was a great interview. Just a great guy. By all accounts, just an awesome person. And if you just see like what all the everyone's saying about him, it's all positive things. It's just a big loss for the community, man. Honestly, it really is. He was an awesome guy. He was uh, a good person. He did not deserve to die this young. No one does. And once again, Marcel, I, t- I told you guys a few months ago, I almost drowned and almost died myself. Um, and it just, once again, Marcel shows you it can happen to anyone anytime. It can end like this. It can just end, you know, unexpectedly. And not only that, but people are going through things that you never know about. That's why I'm, I don't try to be an asshole towards people. I try to be nice to people because, Marcel, you never know what's going on inside someone's personal life, right? And we didn't know Elias was, was battling cancer. And he, I guess he didn't want people to know. And I respect that. I'm I'm really sad about this, man. I was at his third pro fight. In, I saw his third, fifth, and sixth pro fights at score fighting series. He also fought Bellator in Ontario as well. And, of course, I saw him fight uh, in Toronto. We fought Eric Anders and pulled off the upset in that fight, too, UFC 231. Um, listen, was he the most exciting fighter? Let's be honest. No, he wasn't. He was not the most exciting guy to watch. But it doesn't matter. He was still a winning fighter. He, won- he had an 8-3 and three record in the UFC. His record for his career was very good. And he was a good person, too. Uh, I'm pretty sad about this, Marcel. This one really hurts just because it was so close to us. He was uh, a real pioneer of Canadian MMA, pioneer of Ontario MMA, pioneer of Toronto MMA. 
This one hurts. 34 years old, dude. That's just a, that's a life cut too short. I, uh, I'm extremely sad about this. I hope his, I hope his family can get through this. This is extremely difficult for anyone. And, uh, you know, Elias, you're not, you can't hear me obviously, but I had a lot of respect for you, man. And, uh, pretty devastating, Marcel. I'm not gonna lie. I definitely shed a few tears. You know, it's, it's, uh, it's tough. You want to talk about it a bit, Marcel? Yeah, for sure. I mean, um, Listen, I, I can't, I, I don't know him personally, obviously, but I only know him from, from the Ultimate Fighter UFC. And he seems to me like a good guy, you know. Uh, he has a very positive spirit always around him. Um, just overall, uh, and the fights, yeah, you say maybe he wasn't the most uh, entertaining fighter, but I always liked him. I thought he had cool character as well, you know. He was always, uh, it, was, it seemed to always been happy, you know, the main, the main event in M-A-N-E, obviously, with his long hair. Um, also, he, dude, dude maybe didn't have the greatest fights, but he looked like a, like a superstar, you know, in my opinion. He... he yeah, that's that's how I I remember him, and uh, I actually went to bed late yesterday, you know, and uh, I was literally going in bed and I saw Cole Shelton's uh, tweet. I was like, "What the hell?" You know, mm-hmm. I think it was for BJ Penn. It was it was right for BJ Penn? I was like, yeah. "What the hell?" You know, and then I'm, you know, and people were like, "Is this real?" I was like, "Yeah, if Cole posts it, it's definitely real." You know, Cole Cole is Cole is super legit. You know, so. I was like, I was kind of shocked, man, of course, 34 years of age. And it's, you never expect it, you know, but definitely not with a guy with Elias, you know, who looked really good, uh, did look healthy, you know. Nobody knew except for his family and and probably his close friends, you know. So it's just, what can we say about it? We just can't remember him as, as like you say, a pioneer of MMA in Toronto and Canada. And also, listen, man. Many people are always thought, like his fighting style is not great. I always found him entertaining, you know. Um, he, had, he, had a, he had a fun character next to it. I remember when he said once, like, uh, yeah, people, uh, I think he said something like, people uh, can uh, annoyed me by wrestling, but I think I'm going to take him down and hold him there for 15 minutes. And then he was smiling like this. So it's just, just funny to me always, you know. He was, uh, yeah, it's, it's just sad, you know. Nobody yeah. deserves to die at 34. Um, it's just all, all, all around sad, and I only only read good stuff about him, uh, good things. So, uh, yeah, and that's the thing with with I gotta say with the MMA community, man. What I really like, you know, is somebody passes away, almost like ninety nine ninety nine point nine percent of the people are getting close. You know, you know what I mean. They're yeah. always been super positive about uh, about the guys who are passing away, and that's something. Uh, sometimes you don't see that in other sports, you know, and MMA as a, as a certain community, there, there are weird people in it, don't get me wrong, maybe I'm a weirdo as well, but at the same time, you know, 99.9% is coming together, and I, that, that's something positive as well, you know, if you have to get something positive out of this, you know, because it's it's just bad. Yeah, it's it's terrible. Um, you know what's crazy, though? It's like his, la- his last fight was last December against <laughs> Brian Baker. Actually, Brian Baker had cancer too. He used to fight for Bellator. He beat cancer. Just pretty crazy that the last guy he beat was a guy who also beat cancer. Um, I just wonder when this happened, right? Because he just fought Marcel. Like it wasn't that long ago. Did it happen recently? In the last couple months? Did it happen really quick? It must have, right? Because like I yeah. can't imagine if he had cancer, he'd been fighting and winning. If he had been, that's it would be more amazing because he fought, you know, a tough dude like that. It must have happened in the last few months. We didn't. We don't have any information really. I guess the family wants to keep it private, which is totally fair. Yeah, for sure. I mean, you know, the thing is, you don't know when they uh, when they found out, you know, that he had it, you know. So maybe they found it out late. Uh, I, I don't know. You know, we we all don't know, and it's probably we will probably not know. And I respect it. You yeah. Know, if I, if, you know, it's obviously Elias. They don't want to have anybody to know this. You know, yeah. because yeah. if we if if he wanted that. Everybody would have known. Nobody knew. Well, I'm sure you would have went on Twitter and just said, and everyone would have known, right? Yeah, it would have been easy for him to tell everyone. He didn't want of people course. to know Marcel. He wanted. I, I, I respect that, man. I, I mean, Me too, it's, dude. It's like uh, it's personal stuff, and not everybody has to know your personal stuff. You know what yeah. I mean? So, yeah. Just, to, I was talking to my friend last night that knows him, right? They told me. So he just said that he had seen him recently, and he had looked thin, but was telling people he just, oh, I've been training really hard and doing a lot of boxing, but. In reality, he was he was really sick. So that, that yeah. 
again, he didn't want anyone knowing. He didn't want people to even give him any sympathy, and you have to respect that. No. It's just a damn shame. Let me get some comments, guys. John with the tribute. Hey, Glenn, what's up, man? Dana did tweet something. I see some you guys talking about that. He didn't tweet it. Sorry, Instagram story. Um, I'm 100% sure they're going to put one of those things at the beginning of the broadcast next week that says, you know, rest. I'm 100% sure they'll do it. They are even tomorrow already. Oh, yeah. for for contender series? Yeah. Yeah. Or that they, should, they should do it for, for both. For both. They should. Because he was, he's had 11 fights, 8 and 3 record in the UFC. Like, mm-hmm. you really just, again, I know he's the most exciting guy in the cage, let's be honest. Like, in my opinion, anyways. Great guy. I'm not trying to, trust me, I'm not saying anything bad about the guy. No, no. But there's a reason he was released with a yeah. great record like that. They didn't I, like his, I, the matchmakers didn't like his style. You know, Adam, I, I feel it's like. a great record, though. I feel like they should have for both shows. They they know I can turn the series in UFC yes. because many people don't. There are many people who don't watch Dana White yeah. turn the series UFC yeah. fans as well. So yeah. they should do for both. Yeah, it's just a big loss. Um, yeah. some other comments. What's up, buddy? How's it going? What's up, Steve? Kristen, happy early birthday. Thanks, man. I appreciate it. Um, I mean, yeah, I'm looking forward to it. You know, birthdays don't mean as much to me as I get older, but it's still <laughs> yeah. cool. Like it's, you know, I I always would like I like birthdays from from my family more, you know, or from yeah. friends because I can give them something or something. You know what I mean? Well, I, I'm not going to lie. I'm looking forward to getting a couple of presents. Who is it? Ah, okay, okay. I understand. But, <laughs> Who is it? But, Who is but, it? The th- but the thing is, if you're getting older, I I, yeah, I yeah. have more, I, I find more joy in giving. No, 100%. Something it's more something. like, it's more about giving than to give. Having said yeah. that, Apparently, uh, Anita got me a nice Lego, so I'm looking forward okay. to going to get more stuff. <laughs> I can't wait, man. Life's short. You got you to gotta have fun, right? So, yeah, sure. What's up, Pipe? How's it going? Yeah, it is really sad with Elias. They even know if his advocate. It, it, was, it was marijuana. I'm not sure if it was CBD necessarily. It was marijuana, medicinal marijuana. Um, I'm not people are speculating that, but I don't know because he's been, he's, been, he's been advocating that for, for a while, a couple of years now, um, like three or four years. I'm not 100% sure about that. I really don't even think it's fair for us to speculate that, you know? Um, Doug, what's up? Terrible event with passing a lies. Positive guy, 34 is young. It is young. What's up, Torque? How's it going? Yeah, he was the, the winner of Tough Five Nations. Um, it was it was just disappointing. Anyways, guys, so that's one I wanted to say about Elias because I, I felt like he deserved to, to you know get some talk at the beginning of the show. Anyways, let's get into uh, UFC 279, Marcel. We gotta talk about these fights because there's <laughs> quite a few fights to talk about. So let's we did have that the uh the podcast, the emergency podcast. On Friday, <laughs> I know a lot of people here were at the show. Um, I fucking nailed it, guys. I, I I got all the fights right, Marcel. Crazy, eh? Yeah, man. Cod Cod passed. Great call into my sub, dude. I put a couple hundred bucks on him. Plus two twenty five, I think. Plus two twenty. Um, I I I I nailed the fight, Marcel. I, I got to give myself a little credit. I mean, it was a plus money under like the the prop because like I I've been saying this in the podcast for a while. Like these big favorites, you can still find value in the props. And the and the submission, I know you. I think you'd said TKO. I felt yeah. I felt submission was like again because of Holland's past. He's been submitted, never finished by strikes. I felt like that was the, the clear path. We'll talk about that in a second. Start with the main event though. I got this one right too. I, I didn't get the method, Marcel. I said decision. Didn't expect a submission in the fourth round, but you know I was expecting the fight to. It went honestly how was how I thought. I thought Nate was winning the fight. I thought he was up two to one. It was a, a competitive fight. Tony landed some really good kicks, but. I also feel like Tony didn't look very good in this fight. I was shocked how many people on Friday when the fight was announced were like, oh, Tony's going to win this fight easily. I was like, based on what? Based on losing four straight fights? Like, it was competitive, but I think Nate was in control of most of the fight. I thought Nate looked pretty good, Marcel. He gets the win in the fourth round submission, ends his UFC career with, with a great win over, uh, you know, a guy in Tony Ferguson who a lot of people, you know, think is one of the better lightweights of all time. So, of course, Tony's lost five straight now. He's not... He's not the prime of his career anymore, but it's still a good win on paper. And now Nate, he enters free agency with a lot more momentum and a lot more negotiating power, right? Like a lot more leverage, Marcel. So overall, I mean, I think he looked pretty good considering, you know, it was a a fresh fight. It was a weird fight. It was not my favorite fight. I'll say that right now. It was kind of a weird fight, but I made some pretty good money. I I showed you that prop, Marcel, that I I had. So I had this crazy prop on DraftKings. They have like these same game parlays for MMA now. Nate Diaz, most significant strikes. And that was uh, like the so most significant strike thing was plus 400. I'm looking, I'm like, this is this is a misprice. That's something you got to take advantage of in betting odds, guys. If you see a miss, like a misprice and you think it is, take advantage of it, you know, if you can. Yeah. Um, so I probably like that with Nate just going over and it was plus a thousand. That's insane. The odds were crazy. The odds were wrong. Nate Diaz was an underdog. I don't really think he should have been. Um, 
Yeah, man. I, I think that he looked decent. I'm not going to say he was the best fight, like I said, but he got the job done, Marshall. He submitted Tony Ferguson, first guy to do that in the UFC. So something to be said about that. Give me your thoughts, man, in the fight. Yeah, man. I said I told you on Friday, like this was from the three fights the most difficult one to pick, you know. Um for me, yeah, I, I picked Tony. I picked the decision, but I wasn't sure, you know. I think um I think Diaz looked pretty good, or pretty good, decent, I should say. It was a really it was a awkwardly fun fight, you know what I mean? A really weird kind of fight where Tony at a certain moment keep running away. You know, and Diaz for was annoyed by it, so he started pointing at him, and he was like, "Oh, I'm gonna wrestle the cage if you're walking away." So, kind of a weird fight, but hey, man, good finish for Diaz. The fun thing was like uh, somebody uh, uh, when when Tony tap was uh, two o nine left on the clock. <laughs> this is pretty yeah. funny, you know. Officially so, two o eight, by the way. Two eight, yeah, but, yeah, yeah. That that's that's too bad, man. You know, I know. Uh, that uh, that people actually. Finding out, you know, that there was two or nine left, and they actually uh, pictured that, you know, that's amazing. Actually, I, I would never. I didn't notice at first. I'm yeah, not gonna lie. <laughs> same. Yeah. yeah. So, um, yeah, but I mean, it's that's a good win for Nate. You know, nobody taps Tony Ferguson. You know, pretty yeah. much. And I mean, Charles Oliveira almost ripped his arm off, and he kept he kept fighting. And now we, I didn't saw the tap by the way, but I probably he tapped probably on the other side of the body. Really. Yeah, I didn't saw the angle. So, yep. but I, I, I understand. I mean, he wasn't complaining about it, so obviously he did. Yeah, um, yeah good win for Diaz, man. Now, what can we say? Listen, man, and I gotta get my co-host in the Dutch podcast, Dennis. He said it. He said it perfectly. He's like, they tried to fuck Diaz in his last fight. You know, he got all the cards on Friday, he got Ferguson, he taps him out, and after the fight, he goes on the mic, and he's actually super polite to the UFC, saying, thank you for everything, I'm going to do another sport right now, and uh, when I come back, uh, maybe I want to come back after that. He could have said, like, you motherfuckers, you tried to to screw me with Kamza mm -hmm. Chimaev, and now I'm fighting Ferguson, look at me now, fuck mm -hmm. off and walk away. He could have said that, but he kept it classy, and I respect mm -hmm. that a lot, you know, and yeah. um, Nate, man, Wish him all the best outside the UFC. Uh, had, had a great career in the UFC, I think. Um, I'm, listen, man, if you're an MMA fan, I don't think you can hate the Diaz brothers. You know, I mean, they're 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 awesome. You know, I always love them, and uh, I'm happy for for Nate that he <clears throat> that he got out with a victory. And for yeah. Tony, five five losses in a row is tough. You know, but yeah. gotta. I mean, against very good competition. I hope they give Tony somebody. Uh, um, Tony's probably going out out to lightweight rankings. He's now at welterweight, right? I hope they give him somebody on rank or somebody in the bottom of the top fifteen. You know, because he needs to win. You know, yeah. and people can say like, but what if he loses then again? Then he knows enough that it's probably done. You know what I mean? But don't give him another top ten guy, top five guy right now. Uh, he has five losses in a row. Give him. Yeah. I don't say give him a give him a gimme fight, but give him uh, just a, a matchup you think. He can be competitive with, you know what I mean. To be totally fair, Nate wasn't ranked, you know, and he yeah, finished yeah, by an unranked guy, so it doesn't look good. Um, if he stays at welterweight, I was thinking like, I was thinking Matt Brown would be a great fight. What do you think about that fight? Would you like that one? I actually brought it up. You brought it up too? today. Yeah, yeah, I think Matt that's a Brown's fun fight, perfect. right? Yeah, I was thinking yeah, what, that one what, too. Someone like that, even like dude, a how he won like a Brian Bar, someone like that, like a Jim Miller, an unranked veteran, someone like that. That's why yeah. I think. Um, he could fight, but like, no, I don't want to see him fight. You know, a top five guy again. I don't think he. De I don't think he deserves it. But there's lots of guys like Nico Price. That would be a fun fight. You know, Marcel also. like Max Griffin. Like, there's a lot of fun fights for him. Um, against mm -hmm. like decently, you know, decent strikers that are unranked. Um, there's 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 winnable fights. If they want to give an unranked guy, I mean, there's a lot of names in that division at welterweight. I think he'll stay at welterweight. That's my guess. I also heard that he said he wants to go back to school. He said he's going to Harvard. I don't know if is this a joke or is he actually that, maybe that's what he know. said, man. He I, said he's got I, an offer from Harvard or something. I mean, like. everything everything is possible, you know. I mean, Hasbulla signed with the UFC, so I mean, saw that. <laughs> Let's get some comments here. Uh, sub was too easy. Hope people tell me too, man. People were praising Tony's first round on the Chandler fight, hoping that guy would be back. True, it's true. I thought that round was close, by the way, but I think he did win it. But it doesn't matter. He got kicked in the face. It's just it is crazy, by the way. That he fought sooner than Chandler did. When Chandler's going to fucking brutally knock him out, that is kind of crazy. I had Nate up two to one. Tony matched up with him. I think five years ago might have gone different. Probably. Hey, Marcus, what's up? By the way, I gave Marcus a lot of credit. He won a ton of money on Johnny Walker. I picked Johnny Walker last week. Me and Marcus were talking about it in DMs all week. 
He right. loved congrats, him. Marcus. Yeah, congrats. Marcus did well in that. So good for you, Marcus. He thinks Tony. He was at the fights. He thought Tony looked old and slow and fought like a fan who was fighting his idol. I don't think Tony fought a smart fight. I don't. I, that whole thing where he kept turning his back was stupid. Why was he doing that? What a dumb thing to do. And his corner was saying like, "Go for a takedown or something," and then he went for a takedown. And then he got guillotine. <laughs> yeah, I don't. I, I don't. I don't think the takedown was like the worst thing ever. But I actually think he was doing good in the third round, with the sticky and moving. But yeah, two of the judges actually thought Nate won the round, so he had to finish the fight, Marcel. Now that mm-hmm. we're looking at it, um, in in hindsight, because two of the judges had three nothing Nate. I don't agree with that. I think the third round Tony won that round. One judge had two to one for Tony, giving the second round to Tony. That is crazy. I don't know how he won the second round. That's fucking nuts. Um, right. Third round though, I do think that. Uh, yeah, I was just surprised. I mean, actually, I did see quite a few people like t- two to one Tony. I'm like, how? How is he winning this fight? There's no way he was winning that fight. <laughs> Sorry, but he wasn't. Um, all right, let's get some more comments. Think how much uh, Nate will make that sign a CBD deal for sponsors more more than GFC first. He's going to do really well. I was shocked. He was so nice to Dana and UFC. Um, could be they don't fuck with Nick's contract too. Um, yeah, possibly. Agreed. Keep Nate kept it classy at the post fight presser. He did. He he did. Although. Uh, there was some some controversy, I guess. Like he called Li Jingling Chung Li. Some people were upset about that. I don't think it was on purpose, Marcel. I got to be honest with you. Can, can I deal with that woke shit? You know what I mean? I mean, obviously he didn't do that on purpose. You know, if if he want, he would say that fucking Chinese idiot or something. If he wanted to, uh, how do you say that? He wanted to uh, be d- disrespectful about him. You know what I yeah. mean? So he obviously didn't meant that. Uh, in also, a bad I, way. I I know if you were thinking like the Street Fighter Chun Li, like the from Street yeah, Fighter. I, games, also, huh. I think he meant Kung Li, the UFC, the former UFC fighter. That's who I think he was talking about. Remember him? So I, yeah, I of course. I don't yeah. think there was anything there, and I know he apologized right after. So I kind of disagree, but I know some people were offended by that, um, yeah, including but, our but, friend, our friend John. Yeah, I know. I, I, love I love John, but I, I love John as well. But come on, that, that's his opinion, though. You know, Marcel, yeah. he isn't. He is an Asian. Um, and it's a little different maybe for him. Having said that, I did look through the comments. There was other people who were like, I'm, I'm Asian and I'm not offended, and Nate apologized. And I just wanted to mention it because I know a lot of people the, were talking about that. The, 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 I, I don't think me and you were probably the right people to, to honestly be discussing Adam, it, Marcel, to be fair. but I got to say something about this, dude. You know, people should stop nitpicking this shit all the, all, all, all the damn time, you know? If yeah. somebody is really blatantly disrespectful, for sure, go against it. But he wasn't disrespectful, you know, but this is all the time this this thing is going, you know, and it's getting worse and worse in the world, I feel. And it's annoying me a lot of uh, as of lately. And, you know, I love John JHK. He's the man. He's a G, you know, I love him. Yeah. But come on, man. You know, I mean, sometimes I hear something I don't really like, but I just let it, let it go, you know, yeah. let it go. Don't go everything don't jump on everything that's that's my opinion you know and that's just my opinion for sure um and also this guy saying from bloodsport yeah there was that guy chong lee in bloodsport so yeah i, I really don't think there was anything there but he also oh, credited bo- his suit lee's suit was amazing lee looked good in that suit i'll give lee some credit you look good we talked about bolo, the Friday, I think. bolo young yeah can you remember bolo young from um Bloodsport, yeah that's chong lee actually yeah yeah yeah, yeah. i i have bloodsport on dvd i've watched it like once or twice it's been a while but it's obviously awesome. a good movie it's like a big, you know, it's like, what, 80s martial arts movie? Typical uh, 80s martial arts yeah, movie. Can't beat that. I, I love those, yeah. Hype's asking, is there a reason no donations allowed on this channel? I mean, it's not my channel. It's Nick's channel. So, I, and Nick's doing pretty well. If you want to send me something personally, you can message me and I'll, I'll give you my information. But I'm not here to ask you. I know a lot of channels do ask for donations. Listen, I could probably use a few extra bucks to buy diapers. Of course, I think I, think I could, Marcel. I know you could use some extra dollars to, to buy some toilet I mean, paper, Marcel. <laughs> I, I mean, if, if Monster wants to sponsor me, I'm, I'm all here for it, you know what I mean? But yeah, uh, yeah, it's not going to sure. happen live. <laughs> for sure. No, but Hype, if you do want to send me something, you're welcome to hit me up and I'll, I'll provide you my PayPal or something like that, man. I appreciate it. Um, Joe, what's up, man? Hope you're feeling better, dude, after last week. Glad to have you here. All right, I think that's good for that fight, Marcel. Let's get to the next one here. Uh, we had, obviously, Hamza beating Kevin Hall. Marcel, I, I called this fight to a T. Give me some credit here, guys. I told you it was a horrible fight for him. It's going to end really fast. My submission. Like I said, plus 225, guys. There was crazy odds. I was actually surprised that the odds on Hamza were only like minus 500 for this fight. Like I said, it should have been minus 1,000. 
I hope Holland got paid. Apparently, Dana said that they, they didn't pay these guys extra. I don't believe that. I think that's a lie, to be honest. Nah, with you. Nah, nah. Oh, I think it's complete he, garbage. He, he didn't want to say it. Somebody said well, that these guys got, and he was like, they have contracts. He just didn't want to say it. So Because he didn't I, want other guys sure. using leverage, right, in the future? Yeah, yeah. for sure. He, they gave them something extra. It was just a bad fight for Holland, though. I think he like I don't I just don't really think he should have taken this fight. I I, I like I said, hopefully he got paid and then it's worth it. But he had some momentum at 170. He was doing well, and then he fights like arguably like uh, honestly, Marcel Hamza's the best wrestler in the UFC right now. I, I would I'm gonna say that right now. He's the in the division, anyways. He's the best. He is a I think the better wrestler. And I think if he fought Usman or Covington, I think he could take those guys down. I really do. Um, the guy's an absolute beast. Do I like him as a person? Not really. I think he's a dick, like I talked to him last week. And did I, did my mind change after his post fight interview where he's swearing at everyone and putting his finger up again? No. But like I talked to him or so, the guy is a phenomenal fighter. Mm-hmm. I think he could beat Izzy. I really do. I think he's got the style to beat him because he's got the wrestling. So I think he's got to stay at 185. I, I, no, I see some of you guys in the chat saying Covington. I, I just don't think they could even risk putting this guy at 170 again, guys. You know, and today his coach came out and talked to ESPN and, and said that you know it was not the doctor's um, decision. It was it was just the coach's decision to cut, cut the weight cut. And again, even if it was the doctor's, it's not an excuse to miss weight. Like you missed weight, dude. Like your body was so dehydrated and cramping because you cut too much weight. He's not really a welterweight, Marcel. You know. Um, like I said, I think Hamzat's amazing. I, if he could make 170, I think he could be the champ. We talked about him. Remember at the beginning of the year, we said, who's going to be the champ? And I think we both said he would be the champ, maybe. I think 185 looks more realistic, to be honest with you, Marcel. Like I said, I know Izzy's a lot taller and everything, but how much? T- Actually, Izzy's only two inches taller. It's not as big as people think. And he has a seven-inch region band. So it's like, that's the, the problem. But the takedowns, man. I'm, again, guys, you know, we got to see him fight again uh, against an elite guy. I don't think Holland really is an elite guy. He's good. But I just think the, the takedowns are so dominant, Marcel, that I think he can give Izzy problems. Or, or Pereira, the, whoever wins that fight. Oh, Having man. said that, pardon? Man, pardon? Pereira, we don't even know his ground game. You know, We have if, no idea, think, really, I mean, right? Again, we saw the Bruno Silva fight where he did stuff some takedowns. but Yeah, but Bruno Silva's not too nice. <laughs> and then Bruno Silva got destroyed by John yeah. Mushar in his last fight. So, mm. you know, what, what, how good really is he? Um Anyways, I, yeah, I, I think Hamza's great. But, yeah, for Holland, bad matchup. He's calling out D-Rod again, or he said Wonderboy. I, I say give him one of those fights. I, I think he ch- kind of should get a striker next, um, personally. Uh, and not a guy that can – again, Marcel, we know his grappling is his deficiency. Um, I don't think it was – it's really a surprise that he got sub. But, again, we got good plus money on that. So, if anyone tailed, I hope they did. Randy Brown, Brees Do you guys like Holland and Randy Brown? Hey, what's up, man? Um – That'd be a good fight. I think Randy Brown should have got ranked guy too. He's fighting Chernobyl's on ranked. I don't I think he wins that fight. He's a big favorite too. So we'll talk about that next. I think that's on the October 1st card, right? I believe. Dern and yeah. Yeah, yeah. Yeah, I want to talk about the Chimaev Holland fight. Um yeah, yeah. Yeah. So the thing is, like, uh, I was also talking with other Dutch podcasts, and actually Gilbert Ivel said something which I, I actually thought and didn't thought about, you know. And he was like a promoter when i was fighting in pride he said i was known for getting yellow cards for for falling people you know he's like i was just stupid when i did that but that's what i'm known for and a certain moment that cost me money he said those yellow cards so i i tried to be more decent and didn't get and the next two or three fights i didn't get any yellow cards he said and then the promoter came to me and he was like dude why don't you fall fool people anymore or do something stupid anymore he's like i don't want to get fined you know and then he's like yeah but please do it but we will give you a yellow card but you don't have to pay it it's good for the public it's good for the how do you say that to hype the fight you know and being annoying uh, people like that stuff so yeah i'm thinking of, and he was like what if the ufc told the same to kamsa chimaev you know mm-hmm. you're failing your weight cut just play the heel or whatever you know, play the heel, uh, get more interest into the fight. Holland is already, uh, 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 how do you say that? Somebody that the public loves, you know? It's a you, face. Call yeah. it a face. Yeah, yeah, exactly. So I, I didn't thought about that, but maybe that's the thing, you know, because right now his coach came out, what you said, against Brad Okamoto today. And apologized. And, explained, and apologized, you know what I mean? So yep. why didn't the coach came out two days ago, you know, but after the fight, you know, or why did comes up didn't apologize? I think... I think the coach apologized, but I don't think he apologized if Kamsa didn't want him to apologize. You know what I mean? So there is something to this. I don't know what, what exactly. About the fight, by the way, 
Uh, we both thought Kevin Holland wouldn't have any chance, to be really honest. You know, comes uh, out. I love the chain wrestling he has. I think he's an amazing fighter. But in my opinion, this is a huge weight cut, uh, weight miss. In my opinion, uh, the UFC tried to tried to cover everything. You know, uh, like uh, Dana wasn't even mad or whatever. You know, he was right. Listen, if anybody else did that besides Conor or Kamzat, he would have been super pissed. You know what I mean? But yeah. now it was like, okay, yeah, this and that. I think the UFC should get him to 185 and make him fight Paulo Costa next. That's what I would do. It's a good fight. Yeah, that's I like I that do. fight a lot because they were talking shit this week. Obviously, there's some build up there, and also, Costa's got good takedown defense too, right? So it's a good fight. Right. That 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 backstage stuff that happened on, on Thursday night, we saw the video about it. <laughs> that was that was, I had at kindergarten. I had worse fights than what I saw there. I know. You know what the hell? I mean, were they afraid for the forty-man uh, gang of DS? That, <laughs> that, well, you know, I don't know what. But what I saw there on video, that wasn't even anything. You know what I mean? I agree. I, I wouldn't even have released the footage if I were them. You know, that's how bad it was. So yeah, that's how, just what I want to say. I mean, it was just stupid in my opinion. Completely agreed, man. Completely agreed. Let's get a couple more comments here, guys, about this fight. Um, let's see here. Thought Holland took a chance if Kamayev wanted to trade. Why would he? Why would you want to stay in trade? He just took him down at will. <laughs> I mean, he, that that was one of the fastest takedowns I think we've ever seen. That was really fast, Marcel. Apparently, um, I think Holland went to put, touch gloves, but Hamza said he didn't see the glove tie. I'm not really too worried about that. I, I don't think seen, he never does. Pardon? I think he never does. He, I think he did before that. He immediately went for it. For That's what I thought. I don't think he's ever touched on oh. his gloves, has he? No, I don't think so. Yeah, and he did before the fight. He gave uh, touch gloves when the, when uh, Dean said like, uh, uh, yeah, yeah, you know, in, in the middle. So yeah. I mean, like when the fight after the bell rings, you know. Yeah. I think sometimes guys are too chummy with that stuff. To be honest with you, and like, I think once the bell rings, you know, a lot of guys will not always, but if there's a That's... really good fight, sometimes they'll give each other a hug. I think do that before the round starts, personally. You you know, you say all, all the time. Sometimes you see like uh, the camera shot. You see a guy doing like this. Yeah, uh, yeah. To, to other guy, the other guy does like this. Julian Rosa did that with Hakeem Dewado. I yeah, and that's that. that's perfect. You know, yeah. that that's if you want to do it, do it like that. You know, yeah. because then and then if he done cheap shots, yeah, he's a dick. He's you know like the, I mean? but, yeah, the fans yeah. will hate him anyway. So there's no point in doing that. That's why I subbed Holland at two thirteen. That's Borges area code in Sweden. That's crazy. Jamayev so wasn't fine for missing. Yeah, he should have been fined by yeah. some for, for the missing weight. He got basically no financial penalty. Um, he yeah. did have got a bonus though. He 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 didn't. No, he didn't. Yeah. Um, I guess that's fifty thousand dollars extra he could have got. He should have got, quite frankly, but it's his fault. So imagine he got the bonus. That would have been fucked. Um, I think all these guys took bad matchups to get reasonable requests. I completely agree. Especially Lee. Lee got fucked so hard. We'll talk about oh, Lee yeah. in a second. Here. We're talking about Lee in a second here. Yeah, okay. Fire Oracle. Fire, I love Fire Oracle, man. He's a good friend of mine. Um, and no, not everyone's cup of tea, but me and Brian go way back, and he's 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 helped me out. And I, I I like the guy. So if you were saying like WWE thing, like yes, you did it. I don't think Marcel's off when he's saying. Uh, I agree. Okay. Backstage stuff looked like nothing. I completely agree. Like I told you guys, Friday, I'm like this thing is stupid, and it turned out to be really stupid. So. <laughs> Full heel turn fight there until I mean that'd be interesting. Two friends fighting each other. Um, they probably I, won't I, do it. I have to laugh all the damn time when I see Darren Till next to comes up because he's enjoying it so much, everything, and he's like laughing like, Yeah, yeah, we're the real gangsters. Yeah, it's <laughs> also funny to me, man. <laughs> what would your guys' prediction be for Costa versus Hamza and three runner? I think I'd still pick Hamza, but like I think Costa yeah. has better chance than Holland would personally. He'd be the yeah. best fighter he's fought by except for Burns, and Burns was. Let's be honest, Burns was a former lightweight. You know, Costa's a, a former 205er. So that's I a agree. fight. That's a fight I, I want to see. I don't, I don't I'm tired of him fighting smaller guys. I want to see him fight someone that's big. What are you going to say? I don't know. If but, Costa fights like he fought Rockhold, he gets ragdolled. Probably. Probably. Yeah. No, like I said, I'd pick, I'd pick him. Hey, what's up, Worth? Is Tamsin being real and Mike? Do you really want to smash everyone? I think he wants to smash everyone. But <laughs> um, yeah, I mean, I just think going after the fans is never going to win you more fans, personally. But, you know, that's if he wants to go full heel, that, that's what he's doing. John says, Aaron lied about what he saw backstage. Just unreal. What did Aaron say he saw? Uh, I, I think Aaron's one of the more, like, honest like, reporters, to be honest with you. I'm, I'm actually pretty good friends with the guy. So. And super cool as well, you know, Aaron. He's always nice to me as well. So What did I he mean, say, John? I can't remember I, what he said. I, 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 I But I got to say, man, some journalists who were there, I'm not going to count any names. It's not Aaron, by the way. Yeah, yeah. But they were like super hype, like, oh my God, something. Here. Whoa. And I was like, guys, 
Uh, what? You know what? It's like go. Those those are probably the guys who should uh, who should do. Uh, how do you say that? Media for WWE. You know that's more. <laughs> yeah, that, I know. That, that, like that. I said, there's a lot of journalists covering the sport that I don't really think love the matchups and the fights as much as we do, and they prefer the drama. You know that, yeah. that's my opinion. A What's lot, up, Gorilla? Nice. Hope you had a good weekend too, man. With the bets, Raw. Uh, I think the heel thing sets him up well for Covington USC versus Russia. It does, but again, can he make? It's well, I guess Russia Sweden, but yeah, can he make 170? I don't know. I really don't know. Least popular is grown. I think he. I think he has to. You and he. Although Dana said he didn't, I'm pretty sure he got paid well. Lee got fucked so hard. Okay, so we're gonna talk about Lee now. Let's go to that fight. Yeah, let's go. We talked about Friday. I told you he got screwed hard. I think we all agreed. I know you agreed. People in the chat <laughs> agreed. Um, and now it was a very close decision. The judges went the other way and gave it to mm-hmm. to uh, Dan Rodriguez. I think we both picked Rodriguez by decision. Mm-hmm. I, I tweeted immediately after the third round. I said, guys, this fight is super close, and I'm not going to be surprised if it goes either way. I was really surprised how many people thought Lee clearly won the fight, guys. He did not clearly win the fight. It was extremely close. In fact, all three judges had different scorecards. Marcel, is it any surprise that I actually had the same scorecard as Michael Bell? Rounds oh, two and three to d That's what I had, man. I, I mean, I, I actually – you. Are, I, I give you the courage that you tweeted it out, you know, because I didn't – I was busy that night with clipping and videos and that stuff. And I was, I was thinking about – I didn't score any fights when I made decision last week. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, I want to say, yeah, kind of close fight. I can go both ways. But I knew already that people were going to shit on me for it. You know, I was like, yeah. let it slide. You know, not, what the fuck? I don't give a shit. Yeah. So for me, it was like first round uh, Lee, I think. Second yep. round um, close, third round Rodriguez, in my opinion. You know, so yeah. for me, it was like it could go either way. Only the thing is – um the fans wanted Lee obviously yep. to win after everything that happened last last week, you know. Yep. Yep. And he had a heavy favor with the fans. I think he the thing is Lee walked forward the whole damn time and he yep. was pressuring, but Rodriguez counter striking is really good. And if you look at the numbers, he hit yeah. he, he landed more. Let's pull the so, numbers up just because you know yeah. it's 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 yeah. something to keep in mind. It was a very close fight, so like the numbers, yeah. I mean something to keep in mind here when it's that close. Listen, you know, Adam, look at the stats, it's very yeah. close. Adam, listen, I Personally, when I watched the fight, first I scored a two to one for Li Jingliang. You know, that's, that's how I scored it. Holy but fair. I can see a, definitely a reason to score a t- two to one for Daniel Rodriguez. So yeah. for me, it's like it's a super, it's a close fight. You know, can go either way. It's not a robbery. You know, so yeah. people are super upset about this one. In my opinion, the week's Lioness fight was worse than this. Yeah, one. yeah. I want to say something. I want to say something quick before I forget. Joe yeah. Rogan during the call kept saying Lee's pushing forward. He's pressuring him. Like that's not that's only the aggressiveness that's the will only count when the strikes are not equal. Mm-hmm. And in this case, guys, it was close. But look at the second round: ten more significant strikes. Third round: seven more. First round: seven more for Lee. It, here's the other thing to keep in mind: the judges prefer head strikes over body and leg strikes. That's just a fact. Okay, they prefer head. Remember the fight with Kaylee Vera and Holly Holm? Yeah. The head strikes were pretty much the reason she won. Although I didn't agree with that one. Um, Same. But look at look at this, right? Like Dan Rodriguez, sixty one percent of his strikes went to the head. The judges do remember that a little bit more. It was an extremely the, close fight. I was yeah. not going to be surprised either way. I don't think it was the, a robbery at all, guys. It's not. Sorry. The, the thing is, like people don't understand. Like we are both in the media. You know, we don't judge the fight as a fan. You know, yeah. we watch it as as a computer. Uh, listen, man. Even if I like the guy or I have a, a preference for a guy, I try to look at it from a completely neutral point of view. You know, so for me, it's like it's a super close fight. I agree that, listen, I had a for Lee Jing Liang 29-28, but I can see a case 100% for 29-28 D-Rod scorecard. So yeah, yeah. There, there is no robbery for me in this one. But I understand people are upset about it because everything that went through the week with Lee, first getting yeah. fucked, get, uh, getting off the press conference after that suit, then he has to uh, give in as a fighter opponent 10 pounds heavier. So I understand that. But those, those two things shouldn't influence a fight you know what i mean or your your scorecard or your outcome so you got to look at it from a neutral perspective i think it was a close fight could have gone either way i feel feel bad i feel super bad for lee jing liang Mm -hmm. because he definitely didn't deserve to lose but yeah one guy has to lose or it has to be a draw so yeah it just sucks for him i understand just had a friend of mine message me about elias uh personal friend he actually knows elias really well he just said wow i'm complete shock about it Loved his outlook on life. It was really sad. It's cut short. And I just 
told him the same thing, and he just said, <laughs> I actually met you the same night you fought at the UFC card in Toronto. Wow, that's interesting. So comes full circle, Marcel. It's crazy. I agree, Glenn. I agree completely with this, by the way. I just think at this fight, there wasn't any like devastating headshots by either guy. I don't, no one got knocked down, you know? So I think it was just really what, close. What was that crowd booing about? You know, there was the a crowd, crowd was fucking terrible during this fight. These guys took this fight in super short notice, guys. Like they should not have been booed. They got to be credited. I thought they should have been. I thought it was a good fight, honestly. It was yeah. A good, good close fight. It was fight. competitive. It was a, yeah. It was good. Again, super short notice for each guy. They didn't train for each other. You guys think D the fight would have gone different? Yeah, that's the other thing. D-Rod did have that extra weight, Marcel. Maybe that played a small, tiny factor. I'm yeah. not sure it was more of – it wasn't a grappling match, so maybe not. But I do think that the bigger guy usually has the advantage, let's be honest, than me, right? So, yeah, I mean, maybe that has something to, to do with it. It's more <laughs> comments. People kind of giving that attitude like this was Andre Arlovsky against Jake Collier last time. You that know, was – I mean, oh, well, we're going to talk about him in a second, too. Weeks is Rob. Yeah, I mean, we'll talk about the Weeks fight, too. People call close rights robbery. No matter, uh, don't know what robbery means. This was just a really close fight. And again, you know, it's not like Diego Sanchez, Ross Pierce. One, one guy lost all three rounds and then got the win. You know, I think this was there was actually, like I said, all three judges had different scorecards. Marcel in a fight this close, I I can yeah. kind of see that. To be honest with you, I watched the fight. Charlie Mitchell's pot. So I had for Dave. Uh, Dave, I think, I think he means uh, Daniel. Daniel, not David, not David Rodriguez. <laughs> How did DR let me punches do zero damage? Yeah, I mean, he, you're right, but I guess the judges didn't feel like he did, uh, he did that much damage either. They gave it to uh, to D Rod, but again, they were all disagreed on the, on the, the rounds, guys. But the, um, but the thing is, like, people getting so upset when, when, like, for example, you this time, uh, putting out a tweet that you thought that D Rod won. It's like, guys, it's, it's an opinion, you guys do, like, yeah. listen. It's Adam's opinion. It's my opinion. It counts for one, and actually, the the fight that's we have zero influence on the fight. You know, I know. Why, why is it? Why so does it matter? About I, it? I agree yeah. with that too. People are just looking for a reason, probably because they they lost their bets. And I get it. Yeah. The other fight, I'm we'll talking about that picket fight in a second because yeah. <laughs> we'll talk about that one. That the decision to take a point. Um. Okay. So I think that's good for that fight. Let's go to the next one here, really quickly. Uh. Obviously, we had Irene Aldana getting in. <laughs> also, oh, fun like, moment there. Just. An amazing knockout. I mean, this is one of the greatest knockouts of all time. I'm going to say that right now, guys. It's the first time in UFC. It's the third upkick knockout in UFC history, okay? Third ever. The other one was, I know, Tiago Alves against John Fitch was one of them. Yeah, and, and Nico Price what, against James Nico Fick. Price against Randy Br That wasn't an upkick. That was Hammer Fitch. No, James Fick. Who? James Fick. Not James Vick. Yes, yeah. that was the other one, too. Who was he fighting against? Uh, Nico Price. That's the fight. Sorry, I got it confused. That was the other one. So, yeah, so those are the other two, and then this is the third. But this is the first time anyone's ever landed a kick from the bottom to the body, to the liver, and knocked someone out. Crazy. Fucking insane. This was a great fight, by the way. I love this fight. I love I love Aldana, man. I love watching a fight. First round, I think, was 10-8 Aldana. And then 10-8 Macy in the second round, Marcel. Nobody and gave 10-8s. Can't believe there was no 10 yeah. round. I thought it was back-to-back 10-8s, -back honestly. Did you too? Did you have back-to-back? -back? The first round, yes. The second round... It was pretty close, Marcel. I, I think it was very. I yeah. think I, it was a, for me. It was a rare eighteen to eighteen scorecard heading into the third. Oh man, it was crazy, guys. That was insane. Because I'll be honest, I had a ticket all done it, and as soon as she got taken down, I was like, "Oh my god, I'm gonna lose this bet. I can't believe it." And she lands an up kick from the bottom to the liver and knocks the girl out. One of the I greatest knockouts of all time. What? But the third round should have never have happened, in my opinion. She did. I think she did tap out. At yeah. In, this is the first round with the armbar. In the first round with armbar. Yeah. I put a tweet out. Jason Herzog actually retweeted me and said, "I, I he said, uh, now that I've seen the replay, I can see why you thought that because yeah. I didn't see it at first on the replay myself. It looked like a tap, dude. And the, people the, were like, "Oh, you have to tap two or three times." There's no one no, in the rule book that no, says no, that. No, no, absolutely not. Yeah. Watch Fedor and and for Doom. Yeah. That was one tap, and he tapped out. We all knew he tapped. I think yeah. she tapped out Marcel, and I, I don't blame her for continuing the fight because if the ref didn't see it, then yeah. You know, whatever. But I do think Macy tapped her out, uh, got tapped out first. But Adam, I, I got to be here. Like, 
you got instant replay, you know. The referees who are sitting Kate's side should see this, in my mm -hmm. opinion, if Jason Herzog doesn't see it. They could do that poll of the judges thing. Yeah, and everybody obviously didn't saw it. So I think it's 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 bad, you know. I'm that's why I'm happy and I don't hate Chason. I think she's a good fighter and I like her actually. But that's why I'm happy that Aldana won in the third round. Because if she didn't have that upkick, she likely would have lost 29-28 on the scorecards because Macy was winning the third round with her wrestling, I think. You mm -hmm. know, but mm -hmm. I mean, it be, should have been more sharp on that. And listen, Jason Herzog was maybe on the wrong side of it, and that's possible because there happened so many things in the fight with those scrambles, you know, and with those submissions. But there are other guys. There are three judges cage side. You have instant replay available. You know, somebody yeah. needs to see that from the commission, in my opinion. You know, I agree. And even and listen, they could have watched it back. You know, yeah. and and if nothing, go ahead. You know, but I think yeah. it was a tap. But that's just crazy because I spent a lot of my day yesterday watching the NFL. And I know a lot of us do. They replay like every any scoring situation. They'll look at it, like make sure that it was a touchdown. Like the guy's toe touched the white paint. It's not a touchdown. You know what I mean? Like they, you know, the rules are different. I mean, we do have instant replay, but it's never used. So, yeah. anyways, a uh, couple couple comments. Most unique. I mean, it's up there. It's one of the craziest knockouts ever. Joe, this was a good bet. I actually had a bet on her by, by second and third on knockout. I took a, just a few bucks. Because I'm like, you know what? She can knock her out. I think she can finish her. I didn't expect it coming like that. And like I said, I had a big straight better. I told you guys last week that she. I think she should have been a big favorite. Maybe the odds were right looking back at it because it was pretty close. But she ended up winning, so I'm happy. <laughs> it was a good night for you, Marcel. I went three and five in the first eight fights. And I was like, oh, my God. I was getting slaughtered. <laughs> I'm like, call your loss. Like, I'm like, this is not That's some my crazy night. upsets. And then I, yeah, seven upsets with 13 fights. And then I went five and oh in the main card. I think that's the first sweep I've had in the main card all year. So it was it was crazy, man. Torrance talking about Ferguson. He, he thinks he didn't look very good against uh, Nate. I, I agree. He didn't look good at all. He's in the decline for sure. It's like Axic. Yeah, yeah. Blame Macy for being weight bully. Yeah. I mean, here's the thing what happened. So Adal talked about it after, guys. And she said uh, Macy's team called her and said, like, during, like I guess, like, what, an hour maybe? Or maybe during the wake, during the weigh-in period. And they said, hey, she's not going to make 135. Can we do a catch rate at 140? And Aldana said yes to it because she said, had she said no, Macy was at 142 at that point. And the, she said there was like a five pound weight difference and she wouldn't have been able to fight her. So she's like, I need the money. I got to fight. So I took the fight, but didn't get any extra money, which I think is complete bullshit because I think she should have got a percentage of the purse. Like, I think it should have been 20% because the other girls weren't asking for the catch weight, but it doesn't matter. I'm just glad. I'm glad that Aldana won. And for Macy uh, Marcel, I don't want to see her. She's not one thirty-five. guy. she is a one forty-five. She's a legit one forty-five. I agree. Yeah, she should. I, fight. I, There's no way they're going to give another fight. One. I have to apologize to uh, Irene Aldana because I said on Friday that it was probably both girls who were getting overweight, and if that's not true, no, it was Macy. Yeah, my, yeah, my apologies. <laughs> no worries. No worries. Uh, anyways, let's go to the next fight here. Johnny Walker submits Ion Kupitalaba. I picked Johnny Walker. I thought he'd knock him out. I didn't think he'd submit him. <laughs> that was pretty surprising. I mean, Kudalaba's submission. Kudalaba's overrated, Marcel. Let's be honest. He's lost four of his last six fights. One drawn there as well. He's just an overrated guy. He, you know, he's a front runner, right? When things go well for him, he's doing as well. But when the second he has adversity in his fights, he loses. Um, not surprised at all he lost. I don't understand why everyone was so confident in this week. Walker, I know, again, we talk about level level competition is something you always have to look at in MMA, like the strength of schedule. He had been fighting uh, top five, top ten guys and losing. Um, in some cases, he, they were close fights. What he you looked say? so bad in most of those fights, dude. Who, he who Johnny? So bad. Well, yeah. apparently he was stoned out of his mind, apparently. <laughs> yeah, I, I, yeah, I read it as well, yeah. So that's why that's why I didn't No, I totally understand. To How could you trust him, right? Like, I get it. But, but same for Kutalaba, you know. But <laughs> yeah. Oh, you're saying for Kutalaba looks so bad. No, no, no. Walker, but I mean Kutalaba also didn't look looks good, you no. know. So it's so difficult. Pick your poison. Super <laughs> yeah. One guy was like plus one ninety, and the other guy was a big favorite. It didn't make sense. So I, I thought Walker, you know, you look good again. My boy Marcus, uh, Marcus, whole week this guy was like, Adam, I really like Walker, and I was like, dude, I'm with you. I'm picking him. Actually, you messaged me like two weeks ago, Marcus. We talked about this fight. Did I put ten G's on him? Like you did? No, but I got you some credit, man. That takes some serious balls to do that. So. Or nine G's, I should say, Marcus. You had a great night. So you make so talk so about you donating guys, the channel. I think Marcus is this guy. Yeah. <laughs> so you, you, you guys, you guys with money, and Walker has to walk out of the event center. You know what's funny? Out. Marcus might have made more money than Walker. He didn't get the bonus. Oh man! Oh man! And he got kicked out without his shoes on. Like I, Dana says, he has no idea. He's like, I'm not sure what happened, but 
I saw the John Kavanaugh, the pictures. It looks terrible on the UFC. Yeah. The guy just want to fight. He's he was walking around with his fucking gloves on. They didn't even take his gloves yeah, off. Yeah, I saw that. And he, I, they also uh, brought Barnett to a wrong hospital, to a children's hospital. I think I saw that I too. Mean, I, I they, but then he said it was a trauma unit, so he was confused. Yeah, <laughs> I'm not sure what happened. We'll talk about him in a second. Hey, hey Loco, it's up. He loves to go to middleweight if he can. He's got he's got to do something because I think at this point, I mean, he, he did beat Devin Clark last year. That was a nice win, but he's looked pretty bad since then. Submission defense sucks. Kudalov reminds you of Young, always the way he chokes despite his physical skills. Yon used to not be a good fighter, you're right, like back in the early days in the UFC, but he's turned into a champ. I don't know if Kudalov has got that same potential, but you never know. I mean, guys have turned their careers around that surprise us. Though you mean submission, but yeah, I don't know why he got kicked out. <laughs> That's crazy. Um, Go to the prelims here. We'll go through them kind of quick, Marcel, to be honest with you. Uh, some of these fights, you know, were kind of how we expect, but there were a few upsets. Uh, Julian Rosa pulls off the upset against Hakeem Dewado. You know, when, when, Hakeem, when Hakeem missed weight on Friday, that kind of made me question this fight a little bit more because I, I thought he was going to probably knock a Rosa out, but, you know, Rosa proved me wrong again. I'm really bad at picking Julian Rosa's fights, Marcel. I, I pick against him every fight, and he's been beating me. So credit <laughs> to this guy because I picked against him all of his fights since coming back to the UFC, and he's, he's won all of them. So good good for him. Um, but... Uh, yeah, I mean, he looked he looked good. He's an exciting guy, man. He's won five of six. I heard an interview with him. Uh, oh, Cole interviewed him, dude. He was working for Uber like before he got a second shot in the UFC. He was driving people around. He he was talking about how like he was driving one day, saying, "Why am I driving a car for people? I should be fighting in the UFC." I'm happy for this guy, man. He's a good fighter, a good quality fighter. I um, mean, what he looked great. You know, he really looked great. I think he should be in the, he should get the top 15 spot from Alex Caceres, in my opinion. Yeah. Further with, you know, he, yeah. Uh, the way, yeah. listen, that would do only lost in the UFC to Avroyev and to, what's his name, to Danny Henry in his debut, right? So, besides that, and I don't think he would be, be too golf, but he got the win there. But yeah. this is actually one of the his wor his worst performance and that's not because he was worse maybe but because Erosa really looked good but also take in mind he was three and a half pounds over on the weigh-ins you know yeah. uh that would so maybe that has something to do with it but yeah. i was really impressed with Erosa, man he won all three rounds and he looked really good so yeah for sure i guess a couple couple comments here walker left the tent the wrong way that's why he didn't allow it in okay it's i guess that makes sense i mean it's kind of weird so hey local uh Abbasov looked good i think he should be in the UFC. we'll talk about we're going to do a quick recap after we talk 279 not sure I believe Aldana says Glenn. Uh, I think Glenn, there's probably some negotiations going on. That's why she didn't come in early because well, she said she was at 137, I think she said. And she said at that point, actually, I think she said she was at on weight and she just decided to start rehydrating um, once they realized that Macy was going to make weight. But if you don't believe her, that's fair. I mean, I, who knows? But that's what she said. Um, while the fights were announced on short notice, that's why people miss weight. I mean, Hamza had three or four months to train for this fight. Don't know about him. Hakeem was, was so also announced Wasn't that earlier. fight announced a while ago? Yeah, that was an old yeah. fight. Yeah, and Barnett's Prolier as well. So. Yeah, I kind of I kind of disagreed on that. We know, and Macy, she just can't make that weight. So I, I kind of disagree with on that, but some of the fights were catchweights because they were super short notice, like the Jailton fight, like the D-Rod mm. fight, et cetera. So that's my thoughts. Um, Speaking of Jailton, he gets the win over Anton Turkali. Pleasure, I mean, man. Yeah, pleasure, man. I mean, this fight was mismatch. No surprise there. He's a beast, Marcel. It's a shame that Shamil fell off the card. We both know he's a beast. There's nothing else to say. The guy's an absolute monster, and looking forward to seeing him fight next. Upset or uh, one of the upsets of the night. Dennis Tolulin knocks out Jamie Pickett. I thought he looked really good. Jamie Pickett should not be in the UFC anymore, Marcel. I think he's going to get caught. He's two and four in the UFC and just not really competitive. He's been knocked down three of his four losses. And like DC said, he's just not aware of the clock. Like there's less than 10 seconds left in these fights he's losing. And he covers up and just waits for the ref to stop instead of fighting back. It's kind of weird. Um, Tulum did look good. He was powerful, strong. I I want to say one thing quickly, the, the the low blows. I do think the first round was a low blow. You could hear the cup getting hit. The second round yeah. 100% was a low blow. I agree with Mike Beltran taking a point. I tweeted it out. You retweeted me, you fucker, because all your <laughs> stupid followers went – after me so hard saying, why did he take a point? You're an idiot. Why did you take a point? They're acting like I'm the ref in the fight. I'm not in the fucking ref in the fight. I just I, agree I, with the ref. <laughs> I retweeted you because I agree with you. So that's you <laughs> I know you did, but yeah, people were really critical of, of Beltran taking the point. 
I think it was good the decision. What do you think? Because they were they were hard low blows. Like those are fight affecting low blows, right? Yeah, the problem is, man, if, if a referee doesn't take a point after two low blows, people are gonna uh, cry that he didn't took a point, and now yeah. he takes a point after two low blows, and people are gonna cry that he took a point. So yeah. it's never good, you know what I mean? Maybe there should be a, like a, an actual a factual rule, you know, yeah. just like with every low blow take a point. You know I what mean, I mean? Here's the thing: the first warning's in the back, anyways. You guys know the everyone knows yeah. the rules, and yeah, I mean, it's rare that the ref would take a point after one low blow, but I think the second one's brutal. Either way, it doesn't matter because the right guy ended up winning the fight. The better fighter won. And I also think that the point, as soon as it was taken actually, away, he, he fought better, right? It's, so. a, it's, it's an error by a fighter, actually, you know, uh, giving somebody a low blow. And I understand that it happens. But you listen, there is only one one way to get this totally out, and that's give a point deduction by every single low blow. And after three low blows, you disqualify. Yeah. You know, yeah. That if you want to, if you want to have it like this, do it like that. You know, you know, in every other sports, for example, I, I would probably go with, let's say football, you guys, you know, if there is something in football and you're outside of the line, you know, then it's out of bounds, you know, or whatever, you know, there's not like, oh yeah, but it's, you, you didn't saw it. You know what I mean? It's, yeah. There's always something. So yeah. be, be consistent with your point deduction. I, I think yeah. they really should listen. I understand it's not fun. You know, if you do, don't do it on, uh, do it accidentally, you know, and you get a point deduction, but like you said, the first running is in the back, you know, and, just do, I would say, try it, you know, do a point deduction with every low blow somebody gives. And also with a with a finger in the eye, you know, because I understand, we talked about this many times, you know, the gloves, it's difficult to put a fist all the time because it's yeah. really hard over here. But if somebody, if you don't do it and you get like the whole damn time, you, you see many times a referee's like, close fist, close fist, and then you do that and five seconds later is this again. You know yeah. what I mean? So. Yeah. If you don't do anything about it, it will keep coming back. And at a certain while, nobody has eyes anymore. <laughs> but you know what I mean. <laughs> yeah, no, I, I completely agree, Glenn. There's no consistency. And actually, Herb Dean was interviewed by Helen Yee recently. He talked about point deductions. He basically said the refs don't want to take a point because in a three-round fight, a point will affect who wins the fight. That's why they, they don't want to. But in this case, yeah. the, the low blows were so brutal, guys. They were really bad low blows. That's why, especially that second one was nasty, so... That's that's the worst excuse I ever heard. Then then cut the rule out with taking. Yeah, points, yeah, I know, know what you're saying. I get it. Like mm. it puts the ref in a bad spot. Fair say jailed his next fight. I guess he's talking about the real card. I think that's 283, right? He, he actually ju he just uh, I think uh, a few hours ago he posted on his uh, Instagram that he wants to fight Shamil in Abu Dhabi. So I mean, if they can get the fight booked, just do it because Shamil's yeah. got some visa issues. Yeah. Couple more fights here. Let's get through them. Marcel Chris Barnett comes back with one of the best comebacks of the year. Uh, defeats Jay Collier. He missed weight, so he fucked himself out of fifty thousand. Although Dana White said he's going to get some money, uh, extra money. Everyone yeah. likes Chris Barnett. We all like the guy. He did miss weight. We all understand it. We all have sympathy towards his personal situation. That being said, you still signed a contract to fight at two sixty six or less. So um, I don't think that pound yeah. and a half played a difference in the fight, though. I'll say that right now. Jay Collier just gassed himself out. He went for the finish. Couldn't do it against a pretty tough guy with a good chin. And then gas himself and got finished brutally in the second round. Um, definitely up there for comeback of the year, though. I did not see this upset coming. Any quick thoughts on this one? Jay Collier underestimated him. That's 100%. what he said. And, and he punched him out, himself out in the first round. Yeah. So uh, you saw it at a certain moment when Barnett took full mount. He couldn't get him off anymore. And it yep. was like a, a matter of time before he was he was done. And I'm surprised because I think Jay Collier, and no disrespect to Barnett, but I think Jay Collier is, a, is actually a better fighter than Chris Barnett, you know? Yep. And man, Jay Collier hasn't done himself any favors here. You know what I mean? So no. uh, this was honestly a gimme fight by the UFC after he got robbed by Orlovsky, yeah. the judges in the Orlovsky fight, and he and he blew it. And again, he knocked him down the first, and then punched himself out going for the finish, which is something yeah. you always got to be careful of, right? And then it made because if you don't get the finish, you can lose um, and gas yourself out. I think the fight should have been stopped. Not looking uh, to look for a fighter. Look, I actually agree with Glenn. I was I thought the doctor would have stopped it after the first round, but. Yeah. Apparently, it was a good decision not to because he ended up winning the fight. Yeah. Going forward, let's see Chris get in better shape, dude. I mean, I don't understand how he. I get, well, I do understand. He yeah. doesn't have a. He doesn't watch what he eats. Let's be honest. So and, and he was before he came to the US. He was like 300, 320 pounds. Yeah. You know, he fought at five nine three twenty. That's crazy. Yeah, yeah man, <laughs> that's wild. Collars, uh, I know for having good volume, but punches all out. Yeah, it was. It was surprising. He just didn't fight smart. Couple other fights here in the early prelims. Norma Dumont defeats Daniel Wolf. Uh, pretty bad fight, honestly. I know that people are hyping Norma up, but I thought she showed pretty poor fight IQ. Why would she not go for a takedown earlier in the fight? Should have done it immediately. 
Why would you not? Like, why not take the, the easiest path to win? What are you saying? Did you hear what Laura Senko said about her during the way? Yeah. What she said? <laughs> she, uh, what did she say? Let me. Say, she had a certain word for it, guys. If you know, put it in the comments. Uh, she was she was weighing in, and Laura Senko said something about her uh, about her back or about her backside. Let's put it that way. Okay. Uh, let me let me check it for her. Oh, here. Her thick or here. <laughs> she, she is no. She is driving a dump truck. Oh yeah, someone yeah, someone <laughs> talked about that. Jeez, I I I like I think Norma's a good looking girl. I mean, yeah, I agree. Fully I think agree. we all like her here. I mean, there's no doubt. I think Wolf. You know, it's crazy. I know she's old, right? She's 39, and but I think she has a little bit of potential, Marcel. The problem is, it's just she's too old to learn the ground game. I think that's the problem because I do think that her striking is not horrible. You know, but. She did get she get knocked down in this fight too. Let's I gotta remember uh, that. I think it was second round. She got dropped. She's, she's thir- 38, 39. I mean, yeah, uh, uh, she's in the late thirties. You, you mean what? She's one and no. She's not one and one. You know, yeah. I know she comes from the boxing, but but still, you know, I mean, yeah, it's <laughs> it, no, it's not gonna get. You know, it's it's that is at one forty five. So maybe if she wins two fights, she can fight for a title. You know what I mean? But it's not good, very likely because her ground game is just not good enough. So yeah. She's one and one. It's one five. She'll be cut. I think they'll give one more. They they could honestly do chase on against her at one forty five. They could do that fight. I know Macy's going to win that fight, but they could do that fight. Nora's not good. I don't think she should have got the the contract either after that contender series fight. She didn't look very good. Um, Nora should have got the takedown earlier, dude. She left. She could have easily got fifty k bonus, guys. She just fought silly, in my opinion. She did have an advantage on the fee. I agree with that, but why not take her down? Why not go for the submission? Because you saw how many submission attempts she did have late in the fight, right? But she had the full 15 minutes to work. I think she would have submitted her, especially if they were dry in the first round, right? Yeah, and you have a good chance to get the bonus as well. So yeah. 100%. I think she, I just think she didn't fight smart, but she ended up winning. So you can't say anything too bad. Nichols not experienced, but Wolf's okay. I know, right? So only took uh, one year of prep and short of debut. She looked poor. She didn't look good. Can, can I reply to Glenn? You can. So I, I think like that the UFC already signed Bo Nickel, to be really honest, and they just want to have another fight for him on the Oh, you're saying series. Dana lied again? Oh wow. Uh, that's that's <laughs> what I think, you know. So yeah, no, there's probably some deal there. A couple other fights really quick. Al Tang Heli defeats Chatton Hollinger. Honestly, Marcel, like this is probably like one of the more forgettable fights of the card. <laughs> yeah. He won the fight, he looked good, but it wasn't anything special. Elise Reed defeats uh, our girl Super Smelly. <laughs> Martinez. So that was a super smelly performance. What bad fight IQ she showed in this fight, eh? Like, she was winning the fight, dude. She was going to win the fight and goes for a takedown, gets reversed, and loses. Why? She was doing such a good job of standing outside and kicking. Tell me why she did that. Bad fight IQ, man. Yeah, man. And I, I don't know. And I got to be honest, man. I, list, I, I missed a few minutes of the fight because I was actually super smelly at that moment. I had to go to the <laughs> toilet. And that's no joke. But uh, yeah, I don't know. The fight wasn't that good. And honestly, Elise Reed's talking all this shit to the commentators. Like, what are you guys talking about? What are you watching? Like, I don't think she looked that good either. I don't think she's very good. I'm just being honest. She's two and two. She did drop the girl. I'll give her credit for that first round knockdown. But I don't think she, she looked good at all. Personally. She won two fights because of the lack of. Fight IQ their opponents fought with bad fight <laughs> IQ. They both the other girl was um Corey McKenna. She went for takedowns too late in this fight, and then this yeah. fight was the opposite. Reed or uh, Martinez went for takedowns for no reason. So yeah, I think her opponents are showing bad fight IQ. I don't think she's that good. And then throw up the fight, uh the card, Johan Linas defeats Weeks by uh split decision. I thought Weeks edged it out really close. It was close. The strike stats actually have Weeks laying double the strikes, so the strike stats were in his favor. I thought yeah. he barely edged it up, but it was pretty close. And it, you know, you never know I, with the judges in that kind of a fight. I had a 30-27 for weeks with maybe Lineas getting enough. the first round close. I think I gave him the second. I want to say I think it was weeks one and three. Or maybe it was two and three. I can't remember. Yeah, no, no, it was it was one for Lineas, two and three for weeks. That's what I had. Same as you guys. Yeah. That's what I had. You guys all have the same score. I think it was a bad decision by the judges. All right. So I always ask you, man, we're we're done with UC two seventy nine. It's always sad when the when the event's over, but overall, good. Good card, right? Overall, yeah, definitely. And by the way, Tony Weeks, he dis- dis- disowned his family. Can by you believe that he scored against Gary Weeks? Unbelievable. <laughs> and of course, all of all the judges they had, they're going to pick the one guy with the same last name as the guy. It's yeah, not like a, that common of a last name, to be honest with you. So it's not like it's Martin. I mean, my last name is really common, you know. So it, I don't know too many people with Weeks as the last name. I'll be yeah, honest it's with like you. in Brazil, if you have Osiris Maya, and you're going to give him the fight to uh, Amy uh, Maya. Amy Maya, don't do that. <laughs> they all also kind of look like each other, so yeah, it's yeah. like don't do that. <laughs> people are asking if Weeks will be cut. Uh, 
Probably, I didn't hope but, so, but he's zero and three, right? Probably he should get one more fight. In my opinion, this was yeah. short notice for him. Remember, because he was supposed to fight Duong Dumbe, and he yeah. missed opponent. All right, let's get to the contender series really quick, guys. We'll talk about that, recap it really quick, and then we're going to start the next podcast. Um, Dana White gave it a bunch of contracts again. We'll just start through uh, start with the first fight here. Teresa Bleda, she gets the win. She looked good. She's got potential. The oct- girls coming for Octagon, uh, her and Pujolova. Uh, just the fighters in general. The Octagon promotion is a good promotion. Uh, mm-hmm. Basharat guy who's fighting uh, this week also came from there. Good promotion, but I just don't think she looked like she was USC ready. She needs another fight, I think, or two. But she'll get there eventually. I think she'll get there. She's only 20. She's really young. Um, I'll get your thoughts on that. Let me just go through them. Israel Bonfame looked amazing. I think he should be in the UFC, obviously. He got the contract. And then uh, Neriman and Abbasov looked pretty good. Very tough guy. I think he'll get there eventually. They'll give him another fight, I think, next year in the contender. Carl Williams really surprised me here, Marcel. Smaller yeah. guy coming in and beating Jimmy Lawson, out-wrestling a wrestler, and then winning a decision. Again, Dana says, oh, I don't like giving 32-year-olds contract, but I think in this case you should have given him it because of the circumstances. Big underdog against a bigger guy, short notice. Glad to see this guy in the UFC. I don't think he'll last long, I'll be honest with you. I don't think he's that great, but he definitely won this fight. Gabriel Bonfim uh, gets the win over Trey Waters. Waters actually looked decent, but gets caught in a bomb flu. How many times are we seeing this now, Marcel, with these – Fighters, I, they're still holding on to the Gitti choke. I, I saw it happen. I can get it. I know. I saw I'm it happen. I'm like, why is this guy let go? And then yeah. obviously, Vitor Pacino knocks out Rodolfo Bellato uh, for the second time. And I'm not surprised by that. We talked about that. I'm like, why is this guy only like a pick and price when he just knocked the dude out like last year? Your quick thoughts on these five fights. Yeah, man, it was kind of a Brazilian party, I think. You know, um, three Brazilians getting signed. And um, the call, the call, what's his last name again? Uh, Williams. Call Williams, guy. Who I think surprised many people by out wrestling the wrestler. You know what I mean? So, um, yeah, I agree with the contracts. You know, I also wouldn't have given the contract to the girl. Um, yeah, and was a was a fun was a fun uh, evening. Was a good was a good fight. I think the Bonfim brothers look very good. So uh, yeah, they're they're, yeah. they're great. I can't wait to see these guys in the UFC. They're they're really really good. Okay, just a couple last comments, guys. We're gonna start the next podcast. Do the preview for Song in uh, San Hagen. Uh, UFC signed, uh, yes, Lynn Cherbelsi is going to fight Parker Porter. Yes, saw that. Hamby probably just got injured, but the new guy is also an Olympic wrestler, so it's like the same match over Parker. Basically, the, the funny thing okay. is, slim in English means that you're a slim, you know? yeah. This guy's thick, um, he's a thick, boy. yeah. And slim in Dutch means smart. <laughs> oh, does it? That's funny, yeah. He, he's the thick boy, dude, anyways. Let's get out of here, Marcel. We'll just plug our stuff really quick, and then we'll start the next podcast, guys. Bear with us. We'll start in two minutes. Go ahead, Marcel. Plug your stuff really fast, and let's get out of here. Big Marcel, 24, Twitter, Instagram, yoursport.nl, mixed martial arts section. Perfect. And Adam Martin on Twitter. You guys know where to find the podcast. You're listening to it right now, but tell your friends about it again to listen. Like, share, subscribe to all those things. Bookies.com for my best bets. Miami News for news, and MAOsBridger.com for all your betting information. Okay, we're going to start the next podcast in a sec, guys. We're going to go for an hour, breaking down UFC Vegas 60. Talk to you guys in a sec. Peace.